welcome back, everybody, to the JTF Podcast. I am your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Tyler. And today, we're bouncing back into week eight. Week eight of football. Yep, we, um, I'm going to say we had some, uh, kind of a few upside, uh, solid amount of upsets, I'd say, uh, honestly. Yeah, solid amount of news, I feel like, too. Just and, in general. Yeah, we have, uh. Can't seem to get away from the COVID monster nope. that's out there. A lot of COVID or people on the whatever you want to call it. Yeah, 49ers yeah. shut down facilities today. And then uh, Stafford is Matthew Stafford's on the list. Um, I think I saw another big person go on the list. Um. I just know the 49ers shut down. Yeah, and I, um, I, I do remember, remember seeing that. Yeah. Unless someone else, too, was a big-name player. But maybe we'll I'll remember as we go through here. Uh, we had some trades. Desmond King got traded. Where'd he get traded to? The Titans. The Titans, yep. Desmond King got traded For to the Titans. For a sixth-round pick. Yeah, that's kind of wild to me, dude. Yeah, that's a big I, I don't know if you're out here, but tell me, dude. Is Desmond King bad, like... Because well, let me let me uh, let me do uh let me see anything if I can find something for the the fans. First of all, I just want to take a quick moment uh, here, but thank you to you guys. Our one of our videos reached uh, above twenty views. Yep. One- thank you guys. I just want to say thank you for the consistent listeners. Uh, please stay with us, um, and we appreciate you listening. As always, um, we try and keep you updated on our social media, Twitter and Instagram, so be on the lookout for that. But anyway, Desmond King, I looked up a thing on PFF. I like to think pretty cool. Yeah, PFF is pretty credible. Very or PPF. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's PFF. Is it PFF? Okay. Um, apparently, his 2020 grade, like, a lot of the things is locked. Yeah, that's usually how they do it. Try to fleece. But, yeah. But his overall grade for this year is a 74, which is a green. Is it green? I mean, I, which is I good. Like that's good, then, right? Like, it, it, I think they have, like, tears where it's, you know, red is obviously yeah, bad. Is okay. Yellow is, like, mediocre. And green is good. And a grade of 74 is... Yeah, huh. So, for, so, so six-round pick for green. Yeah, I mean, good for him. He's going to a contender right now. These are, like, looking to, yeah, be a, a, a deep playoff contender, I think, at this point. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the Chargers are a team that are just trying to acquire capital, maybe get rid of some people that a little older, expiring contracts are going to come up and they want to pay them. Well, the Titans did also. The Titans did also, in other news, release uh, Vic Beasley. Okay. And uh, and they released a corner, uh, Jonathan Joseph, I believe. Jeez, they are cleaning house for big deal or not big deals, but um, older players, I guess, huh? Well, that's what I was gonna say. Maybe uh, trade came, you know, because they released Jonathan Joseph. They they wanted to move on from him or. Okay, says. Um, another trade 
who uh, the St- the Pittsburgh Steelers got Avery Williamson from the Jets for a fifth round pick. Oh, and a fifth round pick for a seventh round pick. No, that can't be right. Okay, Pittsburgh sent a fifth round pick. Uh, and the so is Avery Williamson, Williamson and a seventh round pick for a fifth round pick. Who was that for? Avery Williamson, linebacker. Oh, yep, the linebacker. Yep, yep. Yep. I think he's pretty solid, too. I think he's a nice... Obviously, I don't think he's there to replace Devin Bush. Like, obviously, replace injured Devin Bush. But I think that just pretty much helps him out once Devin Bush comes back next year. Well, yeah, that's that's solid. uh, This year. With Avery Will... Avery... uh... Is it Williams? I'm drawing a blank. Williamson. 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 Avery Williamson and Devin Bush. Yeah, they're going to be – that's going to be a solid core right there, or linebacking duo, I should say. Yeah. Um, another linebacker traded Quan Alexander to the Saints uh, for a fifth-round pick in Kiko Alonza. Well, yeah, and that's, and that's kind of big for the – I don't get why the – he was on the 49ers, right? Yeah. I don't get why – I mean, are they kind of? Is what's your take? Are they tossing in the in the towel at this point, or? I feel like obviously Fred uh, Warner is a monster for the Forty uh, ers I think maybe they're thinking, you know, let's trade uh, Quan Alexander, save a little bit of money there, and then when Fred Warner's comes due, we we pay that money to him that you know we're saving from Quan Alexander kind of dealio. That's what I. I don't think they're. I don't think they're tanking. Like obviously they're not trading away like a bunch of good players. But I think they're trying to get rid of, or what they were doing was getting rid of like depth. Yeah, I mean, you like to think though, you know, if the 49ers really trying to make that playoff push, what's this? Yeah, this right. Alexander's contract up maybe. Maybe they were just not. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know what the deal was with that. I mean, I feel like they didn't lose on this trade because they pretty much got a middle linebacker back. Fred Warner's the starter, pretty much, and they acquired a pick. I, I don't, I don't really see a loser no. I, in this I don't trade see a loser either, honestly. I think it's yeah. And then, uh, did we say Lions got Everson Griffin? That was a while. Yeah, we we said that. We okay. said that. Oh uh, yeah, we did. We talked about Carlos. We didn't talk about Carlos Dunlap getting traded to the Seahawks. I think we did. Maybe we did. I think I think we got all these older ones. Yeah. Probably. Um, the Patriots trade for what Isaiah Ford, a receiver. Yeah, I don't think that's anything too crazy. Um, and then the Dolphins, after an injury to Miles Gaskins, right before the trade deadlines, traded for DeAndre Washington from Kansas City. And they just, they sent over a seventh round pick. Much. They sent. Or they sent over. Okay, so um. Uh... The Dolphins got DeAndre Washington and a seventh-round pick for a six-round pick. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that was just a depth. Uh, well, Miles Gaskin, I think he didn't tear it. I think he just sprained his uh, MCL in his knee. So, he's out for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. So, I think this was a depth move. Yes, he, he was um, kind of involved to some degree, I think. Miles Gaskin was the starting running back. Yeah. yeah. He was pretty much getting majority of um, touches. Uh, receiving and running wise, so that's a big hit to their team. Uh, other than that, pretty lackluster trade deadline, in my opinion. Yeah, I think for obvious reasons, not overshadowed. Yeah. But yep, um, I think 
I think it did. I think also COVID. I think we talked about this a few weeks ago that we didn't think the trade deadline was going to be too wild like previous years. I I think this was kind of like the draft in a way. Like it was pretty like boring. Yeah. Yeah. I I totally agree with that. Um, You know, it would have been cool to see some people on move. I would have liked to see people like Stefan Gilmore. His asking price was to me personally way too high. Oh, I agree as Um, well. The Patriots are trying to. I don't. I don't know what they're trying to do out here. I but obviously no no takers because they're asking a first round pick for him. and a player and a thirty year old corner and a player on GM thirty year old corner. That's way too much value to give up. What, Even but, if you're only going to use him for like the year and whatever, like the player you're going to draft may not be better than him right as we talk, but you're going to get more longevity out of. Oh, him. I agree. The big trade I yeah. was looking for was. <laughs> Dallas trying to figure out their situation at quarterback. Yeah, dude, I I feel like I yeah, if I'm Dallas, I I would have been pushing for a quarterback cuz in reality, they could they could win the division still. And that's yeah, that's I is is Dallas. Is Jerry Jones. You know, Jerry Jones is a businessman. He's a winner. He I would want to try and find a guy who is Obviously, a quarterback that can be make the team competitive or at least compete within the division, but yeah, exactly. a guy that could also make people go, "Oh, like I." Someone I also was thinking of was Baker Mayfield. Just his character so. with the Cowboys, and I think how good their offense is. Would I don't think Cleveland would have moved on from Baker. No, right I'm now, not. Though. I'm. I'm. I don't. I don't think they would either. But I'm just saying hypothetically. Sam Darnell would have been something that would have been pretty Sam, Yeah, to Sam Darnell could be another guy. That would have been interesting to me. Um, I mean, Yeah, I, I thought they were going to try to make a big move there. Uh, and they just didn't really. Um, I know a lot of people Packers to trade for a wide receiver. That didn't happen. Yeah, I know. I know that was, yeah, that was another big He was very upset about that. He was very mad about that. Um, so, yeah, all around on a, on a vent, you know, pretty boring trade deadline. You like to see those. I think. I think, like we said with the COVID, players having to wait a week to actually play. Like to me, that's a little bit of a turnoff. To even oh, I agree. Trade. So if you can't get like, I don't know, Ravens for instance. Let's say Michael Thomas was up for trade. If you can't even get him the next week, like obviously you can get him, but it's like you want him for every single possible game you can get him as. Well, exactly. You know, every every game is precious here. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, let's get into the week eight. We you know we touched on the trade deadline a little bit. Uh, so now we'll get into week eight of football, starting off with Thursday night, uh, Falcons Panthers, and I don't know what's up with the Panthers. They're darn too and lucky. Christian McCaffrey's most likely coming back this week because they looked pretty bad on offense. Yeah, we dive into our first upset of the week. A very surprising upset to me as well. Um. Uh, Filled with some dirty, dirty, dirty moves also. Yeah, that was... uh, Yeah, I kind of just rem- remember that as you're saying that. <laughs> yeah, right. I saw the play, and... Uh, if we want to go there, viewers, listeners, I think both... Uh, I know it's Dante Fowler. Dante Fowler, yeah. I can't remember the other person. That, I don't know who hit him, yeah. But... Both Dante Fowler and the guy, especially the guy that hit him, but even yeah. still, Dante Fowler, that was just scummy, just yeah. so scummy. The tr- the trip like that. Yeah, that was late. It was it was obvious too. 
Um, yeah, he you can see that he's like watching Teddy Bridgewater run by him. He sticks out his leg, and then the guy that hit him, he was fought. Like, there's no reason to hit him even because he was spinning to the ground. He got tripped, so that would be your down by contact, contact, and then he just blasts him in the back. Yeah, and watching that play over and over again, dude, his neck had to be reaming after that. And then I. Well, I was gonna, like, you just got to suspend them. The yeah. NFL has to suspend that type of play. And people saying that's a football play, you can get out of here. That's not a football like play. That's, we're past that stuff. If you yeah. want to talk about like a football play, some of the uh, – like the, the thing that gets me every single week is pass interference. Mm-hmm. What is pass, What is and what isn't pass interference at this point? Yeah, at this point, yeah. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But, yeah, so, anyway, either way, Falcons shock the Panthers and win, yep. and which is big for them. Uh, Tom Gurley, man, he is has been his, not that His big. IQ is low. His yeah. Is low. He runs out of bounds. I mean, they won, obviously, but he runs out of bounds um, on their last drive. Was it their last drive? Um, I think it was close to it. Stops the clock, and it's just like, what are you doing? Two weeks in a row. What are you doing, dude? Yeah, he's like losing it almost. I, he didn't even play a little bit of the game. I don't know uh, if I didn't watch the whole game. I don't know if he did something. And the coaches were mad about it, and they they didn't pull him for like they pulled him for like fifteen snaps or something like that. And I, I was really confused. So, and Todd Gurley's not the running back that we once knew. No, I don't right. think so. No. Yeah, not at all. Um, Next upset, dude. Another upset. Yep. We got a big upset. This is a big Packers. upset, too. Yeah, this is a huge upset. Vikings, Packers. Um, Packers have a ton of running backs with COVID now. A.J. Dillon, um, Jamal Williams, because he was close contact, is uh, officially out this week. Um, Nobody knows if Aaron Jones is going to play this week yet. Yeah, he's not. So. so, I mean, Packers took a literal L, and then they took an L right after this. Yeah, the, the the Delvin Cook was the Packers' yeah, daddy this game. Yeah, Delvin he had Cook. 30 carries for 163 yards, uh, which averaged to five and a half almost, uh, average per carry, three touchdowns. Didn't he have a receiving touchdown too? Uh, yeah, yeah, he had. Yeah. Every, he accounted for every touchdown. Wow, that dude, game. Yeah, every he absolutely he spanked the Packers. But yeah, like, oh, goodness gracious. Um, Quite frankly, Aaron Rodgers didn't look amazing to me, didn't look bad. Vikings got a little bit smart. They took away Devontae Adams for the most part. But, dude, I'm preaching it. I will keep preaching it until Aaron Jones comes back. I don't think they're, they're not going to look as complete. I still think Aaron Rodgers obviously played well. Yeah. But, like, that last drive. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, it's if it's not for Devontae Adams, because Devontae Adams had all three receiving touchdowns, is a, is a team playing the Packers just guard Devontae Adams? Yeah, right. Just double team them at this point. Um, but anyway, that that last drive, you know, you just got to heave it down there, and he took us. Vikings were rushing for three right? and got him, which is kind of yeah. sad. Yeah, that was that was sad for him. Um, the next upset though, Joe Money Burrow. Beating the Titans, uh, I was pretty impressed by this one from Joe Burrow. Honestly, I was very impressed. He had an, as as far as I'm concerned, a very solid game for him. Yeah, um, I think T. Higgins did pretty good. I think too in this game. Yeah, he had 
six catches for 78 yards. Pretty yeah, solid I mean, night. Him and Tyler yeah. Boyd are, I think, going to be a solid duo. They're going to be a scary tandem, I think. Yeah. And and if the Bengals decide to go even crazier, because uh, they're going to have the top pick in this draft. It's not it's not lie to ourselves here. They won this game, but uh, uh, draft Jamari Chase too. Like, oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, that could easily be one of the deadliest receiving cores in the league. Uh, but I gotta give credit to the Bengals in this one, man. They 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 worked a team that's like a pretty darn good team. Definitely a playoff contender team. Well, Derrick Henry still did. He's still pretty good. good. Yeah. So are we saying it was Tannehill? Or are we saying that their defense should not be giving up 31 points to the Bengals? <laughs> I think it's definitely more that the Titans should not have gave up 31 points to the yeah, Bengals. I don't disagree with that. I, I think that's definitely the issue for them. Especially where the Titans decided to play pour it on in the fourth quarter, but... A little too late. Yeah, too late. And uh, I mean, I think this just shows how I know, I'm not trying to get on the hype train too early with some of these players, but yeah, Joe, Burrow Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow. this is this is just the beginning for Joe Burrow. Um, I saw something um kind of crazy. I don't know, man. I don't remember if it was Shane Sharp or if it was Skip Bayless or if it was Collins Callworth or whatever his name is, but they were saying that they would rather have Joe Burrow for ten years than uh, Lamar Jackson for ten years. I can, I can. I, See that point. I can see the point. I can see the point because, like, I'm not trying to discredit Lamar Jackson here, but when he came into um, Baltimore, that was already a very good team. Very good. He didn't really have to go through any rebuild. They were pretty much playoff contenders at that point, where Joe Burrow, and like I said, there's no discredit to Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson is obviously a top quarterback, going to be a top quarterback. Um, but Joe Burrow came into literally the worst team in the NFL, and he he's putting he's he's competing every single week, pretty much. Yep. Give a lot of credit to Joe Burrow. Um, next team, not a <laughs> not an upset. Yeah, that was the lock of the week. Chiefs just absolutely dismantled the Jets. I mean, what's new? Yeah, I think this is doesn't need a whole lot of uh, looking over. Patrick Mahomes. Did absolutely amazing. As flawless of a game as you can ask for, honestly. Yeah, honestly. I mean, it's all. It's pretty much just all you can say about the game. The Chiefs just look. I mean, it's the Chiefs and it's the Jets. Mm-hmm. Here. Everybody saw this coming. If you thought there was going to be an upset here, you were a, a gambler with the most, the worst luck in the world thinking this is going to happen. Yeah. Or I, you're a Jets fan. And I even think you guys think that was going to be an L. Yeah, honestly. Uh, next Colts Lions, dude. The Lions just got clowned. I yeah, think. I mean, I I I predicted the Colts. Um, you know, like I said, I I got a bet against the Lions before I bet for them, and I was right. The Colts just, I think, plain and simple, on paper, the Lions win to me, but they just got out coached. Yeah, it's like that's... Matt Patricia didn't know the team he was playing. How do you let a running back? A backup running back, pretty much at that, right? Naheem Hines is a yeah, backup right. running back. And their other, Willie Wilkins, whatever the other one was that was rushing after Taylor. They stopped Jonathan Taylor dead in the tracks. They actually played Jonathan Taylor really good. But it's almost like they only scouted Jonathan Taylor at running back. Yeah. yeah. All these other these other running backs were just yeah, killing them. And cutting the lines off. 
don't get me wrong, definitely Matt Patricia's fault. Doesn't have him coached up whatsoever. But Tracy Walker, dude, what kind of bum are you that you can't even cover a running back at this point? Tracy Walker's got to cover those. Can't cover backup tight ends. Uh, I don't even know who it was. It wasn't Jack Doyle making all the plays uh, at tight end. Yeah, that's that. Uh, just a classic wild. Uh, um, that the line, like to me, like going into this game, I went. You know, the Lions on paper should easily win. The, not easily, but they should win this game. They got the talent. They're pretty healthy. Coleman comes back. Coleman got clowned. Um, Okuda and Awari actually yeah, they, looking good. Ok- Okuda and Awari are like in Hawkinson. As of right now, are like the brightest spot of this team. Mm-hmm. The Lions. Uh, other than that, um, never hopped off it, but pushing even more. Fire Matt Patricia. Right now, should have. But also, the really bad thing and about Daryl Bevel, man. Daryl Bevel's calling terrible offense. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Like, they completely abandoned the running game this this well, week, dude. And they're only running with Adrian Peterson. DeAndre Swift just had what some really good games. Two games, he had two good games back to back, and you're still running with Adrian Peterson first and in ten. Everybody knows it's a run. I just, I'm. I, I don't get me wrong, AP's like he's not as good as he was though. He's like solid right now. He's decent, but he should not be your featured back. No, I you agree. Swift as your featured back right now, and that's ridiculous that they're still running AP. Well, it, the what's bad about what they did with the running game? Adrian Peterson and DeAndre Swift between the two of them, there is eleven carries. Yeah, for eight yards. And the leading rusher, I think, was Jamal Agnew in this game. Yeah, and he had on one his carry. one carry. For I think 10 the yards. leading rushers were, I think, by rush plays, like the longest rushing plays was Jamal, <laughs> Jamal Agnew, and then Matt Stafford. Yeah, it's it's a joke, quite frankly, to me. I they just need a clear house. I don't know what Ford yep. was it Sheila Ford right now uh, that's running it. Sheila Ford Hamp yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. After getting beat by twenty to a playoff contender, that's when you just gotta go. Like, yeah, you're gone. You guys are gone. Yep. ridiculous. Uh, not a fan. Not a fan of what Lions did. I think that right there is an end to their season, quite frankly. I think it's about as close to the season ending, if not already ending the off. Dude, the other thing I hate about that is just the Bob Quinn thing from, what, three years ago, whatever. The 9-7's not good enough. Gotta beat those playoff teams. And what, what happens? Man? You get clowned. You get clowned. Beat yep. by 20. Matt Patricia, Lions have a lot of bad coaches in their history. Matt Patricia might be up top three. Oh, I agree. He might be top three right now. He's who was their coach for 0 and 16? Obviously, he's the worst. <laughs> Rod Marinelli. Yeah, Brett, so yeah, it's like Rod Marinelli and then Matt Patricia. Yeah, I'm not even gonna clown people like um, Jim Swartz. Jim Swartz inherited a terrible team and took them to the playoffs. Matt Patricia inherited. Which is noteworthy. That's yeah. noteworthy. Matt Patricia inherited a playoff team and took them away from the playoffs. Yep. Uh, Steelers Ravens. This was a crazy game. Crazy good game. This was a really crazy game. It was pretty much a nail bite. Yeah, literally the, the last play. Last play. And quite frankly, I don't like the decision making on that last play from Lamar Jackson, personally. I don't either. I don't either. Personally, um,. You know, who was Willie Sneed's not bad, but if I'm throwing an end zone like to win the game, I'm throwing someone like Mark Andrews, like a bigger body. Well, not, I'm, throw, I'm not throwing to someone in double coverage. Yeah, and he got smoked in that play. He got destroyed. Um, also, Ronald Stanley, their right tackle or left tackle, they just uh, extended out for the season now. Yeah. That's a tough break to them. Um, on the other side, I mean, the Steelers look super dominant. 
Yeah, I think the Steelers are um, – I think I'm getting to the point where I'm going to say the Steelers are not pretenders. They are contenders. I think they beat enough teams for me personally, enough play, like good playoff teams that to where I'm going that they're definitely – they're, they're right behind the Chiefs right now. It's Kansas City and Pittsburgh for the best team in the AFC to me. I, I don't know if they play regular season, but I, I would love to see that matchup. I think that would be an amazing matchup, too. It would um, be a great matchup. In other news, uh, J.K. Dobbins had a game. Did he? He had 15 carries for 113 yards. Jeez, dude. Look at that. We're giving rookie running backs a starting role. It's crazy. It's good coaching right and, there. Yeah, the Ravens are doing really good in terms of rushing. Yeah. The, I still think they the need them. Like they like Hollywood Brown ain't bad. They have what does on the practice squad right now. I think they need a truer number one. Like a like Hollywood Brown's a nice like small guy. It's a nice small fat. No, I agree. And he's a nice and... like six three, like give you know throw it up jump ball. He's coming down with it seventy percent of the time type of receiver. Well, that's we. I'm looking at these receiving stats. My oh my, Willie Sneed, I think, had more receiving yards himself than the next like three or four guys combined. That's crazy. Yeah. I think they need a truer number one. And that, I mean, that offense is complete. Uh, who was it? Oh, dude. Well, was it Matthew Judon? He threw a punch, but an official. Oh, yeah. I don't think he yeah. meant to throw it like a punch, but like, I mean, this, this, this it was like one of those he was swinging his arm back and accidentally hit. I think him. this one was slightly more warning than Jamie Collins because he's like right next to the official and like ripping his arms away. Like you gotta obviously know, like obviously he's heated in the moment. He's like really mad, but you gotta know that you can't be doing that that close to an official, no matter like no matter what. Well, yeah, and Jamie Collins was like literally playing. Yeah, Jamie Collins was just showing pretty much what the dude did to him, like why it should have been a flag, and the official pretty much. Best, I'd give him the Oscar award. Best actor. Yeah. Um, another upset. Dolphins beat the Rams. And don't come at me and tell me Tua won this game. Don't come at me. No, he did not. No. He did not win this no. game. Tua actually looked terrible. But I, I don't know if I say Dude, didn't even throw over 100 yards. He didn't, but he looked, I want to say terrible is a little bit over extreme. Okay, terrible is a little bit over extreme because I would give it to him. He's won, but. As your starting quarterback, ninety-eight yards passing. No, I, I, no, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm, I'm not. Don't come but, at me and tell me he's better than Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert. No, well, see, yeah, no way. I think uh, that's no. Tua is. I'll give him the excuse of and, and he's pain. in cruise control. He has the. He's riding the wave. Yeah. He's riding the the wave right now that the Dolphins are on. They're they have been playing pretty good. I mean. Four and three isn't like amazing, but think about that. They drafted Tua, been playing Ryan Fitzpatrick, and they're four and three. That's pretty solid. No, yeah, it's and especially because the Dolphins have like no real starting running back in a way. Not now. No, like amazing wide receivers other than Devontae Parker, and he has been like non-existent. Yep. And their best offensive player right now might be Mike Gusecki. And they're four and three. No, it's wild. Uh, That's better than the Lions. Yeah, I want to say they lucked into this game, but there was like obviously not. It's not luck, but you get what I'm saying. Like 
the punt return for a touchdown, uh, and then a f- a fumble take it back for a touchdown. Like I don't, I'm not saying they yeah. fucked into it, but I'm just saying like the, the football gods were on their side for this game. Yeah, they were. They were. Um, Patriots Bills much closer game than I thought it was gonna be. Um, uh, first another off anybody who plays the Patriots, and if you're on the one yard line, don't even commit at a running back. Just go at Cam Newton. Yeah, honestly, they run the same goal line play like every game. Either runs it to the left or to the right. It's not too hard. Um, but the Bills, you know, back on track. I mean, the Patriots aren't. It's not a good Patriots team. You know what I'm saying? Um, but no, it's not. But that it was a big a, win a for nice, the Bills because I don't think they've won booster. there. It's a good confidence booster for them to win, and it's a division game. Exactly. So that's a good win for them. Um, Raider, oh. Raiders Browns, dude. Browns back down to earth. I called it. I'm pretty sure I said last week that, that the Browns are good. The, like the last week was a fluke that they're coming back to earth. Yeah, I think I said, I think I went with the Raiders. Yeah, you too. went with the Raiders. I'm pretty sure. Um, ah. the Browns are the Browns are pretenders. Yeah, 100%. They are pretenders. 100%. How do you score what was it 30 something points last week <laughs> and then just six? Two field goals. Was it two field goals or was it a touchdown and a missed kick? Yeah, I just don't get Baker, yeah. man. I really He's don't. Spotty. He's spotty. Good one for the Raiders, though. Yeah, that that is a good win for the Raiders. Derek, uh, or excuse me, Josh Jacobs played yeah, pretty played well. well. Um, but yeah, dude, Browns are so questionable. Actually, yeah, you can't. I can't even say they're questionable. I just don't understand them. They hurt my brain. I want to say their problem is coaching error, also, but I don't know. I really don't know at this point for the. I don't know if I would say. I mean, I think it's a little that bit coach coaching. got them more yeah. wins than. That's true. That's true. Huge action, right? Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. I think it's a coaching and a Baker problem. I think Baker is doing too many Hulu commercials. Um, yeah. He needs to chill out. Actually, go to practice. Doing too many. Uh, what else is he in? Out in some insurance commercial, right? I was gonna say. I want to say. I want to say State Farm. But I don't no, know I don't think State it. Farm. I think that's Mahomes and um, Rogers. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I don't know what he. There's the one where he's trapped in the stadium, or, or he can't get yeah, into the stadium. Yeah, or, I know what you're talking about. I I don't know what I I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't know what the brand is for, which is bad. But uh, yeah, that's my, it's sad that we can't think of all the commercials that he's in because there's so yeah, many. Exactly. Um, next game, Bron- <laughs> Broncos Chargers. Um, I don't know how to Another pull this one out, honestly. Yeah, Chargers pull hard lot in. Pull the Falcons in. Pull the Falcons. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it, they, they did it. They won on the last, the last like it was a two point conversion, right? That they won on, or I think I think I don't know. Uh, whatever it was, I think it was towards the yeah. end. Uh, good on the Broncos. I mean, the team is not in a great place. I think Drew Locke might be a tad bit overhyped from last year. I think people are jumping on a little too quickly. But I think he definitely is a game-changing quarterback in terms of, like, like we could see the Broncos how they are with versus without yeah. them. I mean, I think, I think I'll think i give him a little bit of benefit. Maybe, you know, shoulders a little sore still. I think he looked better this game. Um, and But Justin Herbert, he had a – he's a rookie, <laughs> but threw two picks, yeah, so you don't I mean, like to see that. You hate to see that. That's tough. Um. Uh, Broncos do have a good pass rush, though. With Brad- Bradley Chubb's a pretty good pass rusher. Was he uh, impactful? I don't know. Oh, he had a sack. Yeah, okay. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sure he. I'm was. sure. Yeah. Um, I think the Chargers' big problem right now is offensive line. 
I don't really know what's the deal with it, but I think I think that's a problem to test for many rookie quarterbacks as an offensive line. You see Joe Burrow a few weeks ago, you know, was getting clowned around against Sacaton, but I mean then this week he is offensive line plays really good. You know, good quarterback makes good reads. Yeah, you just hate to see a young quarterback like, lose. Get pounded back there. It's tough. It's tough to see. But uh I you know, that's a matchup we're gonna get to years to come. Drew Locke versus Justin Herbert. Yeah. It's gonna be fun to watch. Uh next game, the the ultimate pretenders of pretenders, dude. The Bears and the Saints. Yeah, they the Bears are <sighs> the Bears are bad. The offense lost them the game, plain and simple. The offense stinks. Yeah, it, the Bears' offense stinks. You you would not believe one of these the, one person I saw on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear. Let's. I was on Instagram. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, I follow some um, like what have you want to call it? Like, like people's own fan pages, you know, of certain teams. And this one person from a particular Bears fan page said, we need to get Trubisky back in there because he's their best chance to win. (laughs) How sad is that, dude? And if you think Mitch Trubisky is your best chance to win, you are... Call me Stephen A. Smith, that's blasphemy. That's blasphemy. I I hate the thing saying, like, um... I've been seeing it around, like, oh, you benched Mr. Trubisky when he was 3-0. Dude, in those three games, he played terrible teams. So, of course, you should be 3-0. And they barely won him. And they only won that third one because of Nick Foles. Uh, I'm not... And they only won the first one because of DeAndre Swift dropped out. Matt Patricia being an incompetent dummy. Um, yeah, I mean, quite frankly, <laughs> Nick Foles ain't good. Mr. Trubisky ain't good. Go draft yourself a quarterback in this draft if you can. Also, David Montgomery is kind of underwhelming this year. Yeah. Oh, I think that's to attest to Tyree Cohen going down. That's fair. I think, you know, not obviously, like, you just don't have that two-headed monster. No, I agree. Also, another quote that I'm just looking at now (laughs) that this guy said was, we have a Cadillac offense mm-hmm. producing a beer. Get out of here, dude. You have Aaron like, Rodgers. I, I go, what? Who in any of this offense is Cadillac worthy? Allen Robinson. Other than Allen yeah. Robinson. Uh, yeah, other than Allen Robinson. And he might not even be Cadillac worthy. He might just be a nice uh, Ford truck. <laughs> nice <laughs> F1. Meanwhile, Javon Wins is a broken down dude, car. Javon Wins to... is, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I don't even know what the whole fight. I ripping out a mouth guard. If you're throwing hands over someone ripping out a mouth guard, dude, you you got you got rent you got all the rent taken up in your head. No space left for you in it. Yeah, no. Yeah, dude, no, ripping out your mouth guard and you got so pressed that you punch him in the helmet, which I'll never get. Still, I I will never get that punching someone in the helmet. <laughs> yeah, that's that, gotta hurt your hand. More. You think that hurts them? That pretty much that video showed it didn't hurt him all. He took the punch to the helmet and like looked around. He's like, "What's just happening? Like, did anybody else see that? Am I delusional?" Um, yeah, dude. T- to me, undisciplined coaching by Matt Nagy. Uh, you can't have your players just go throw hands over their mouth guard getting ripped out. Yeah, that is not a good look. Not a good look at all. Um, I think Matt, not Matt Nagy, is losing the team, but like. <laughs> That Nagy was so like hyped up getting there, like look what he's doing to this team, like blah blah blah, and like it's crumbling, it's crumbling a little bit to me right now. Well, the thing is with him, he had uh, there's been high expectation, I'd say, because yeah. his first year they went to the playoffs, yeah, right, and then 
Is this is the third year, right? Got sa- hired same year as Patricia. I think so. so. I think. I think so. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm happy the Saints won. <laughs> yeah, me too. Good on the Saints. No, no, Mike Thomas still. Who knows when that big baby will come back? Probably Five never percent. at this point. Uh, dude, Seahawks 49ers, the absolute got himself. DK Metcalf, absolute goat over the receiver. Don't even challenge him oh, on anybody God. else. Stop. Better than Kelvin, better than Jerry, better than Rain. You know, I got to show you. Uh, I saw actually a picture today yeah. uh, uh, that actually was sent to me. I'll shout him out. Uh, sent to me by Justin. Okay. And me and him were talking about, like, the play that he ran the guy down and all this DK Metcalf play. Okay. Like, I'm not saying DK Metcalf is bad, okay? Let me just put that for the record. DK Metcalf is not bad. But he is by no means a once-in-a-generational, once-in-a-lifetime player. His route-running tree is consists of pretty much a streak. A curl. Or, or like... Like, his, his, his routes are just, like... Trying to make him outrun everyone, yeah. pretty much. Like, there's no which like, is good coaching on Pete Carroll's part. No, I agree. I agree. Like, you're tailoring to his yeah. strengths, which is what every coach should do for every player at every position. Yeah, exactly. But it, it, that's I don't get how people like view him as like this amazing guy. He's just playing normal. Dude, don't even like people like I've I've been seeing these polls on Instagram and people are saying he's a top five receiver in the NFL right now. No, you're joking. No, no. If you think he's top five, you need to go to the doctor and get your brain checked out because I think you're delusional. He's, um, he might, I saw he's not picture. even a top twenty receiver in the league right now. I might say top twenty, no higher than that. He might really. be the, he I might mean, be the twentieth. Might be twentieth. Um but but this picture I saw was it was a picture of Kelvin oh, Johnson. Double covered. Because yep. double covered, and the, the photo was captioned. Let me see real quick. I don't want to hear any more DK Metcalf and Kelvin Johnson comparisons until you can show me a pic of DK being guarded like this. And it's Kelvin with two cornerbacks in front of him. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. But yeah, you cannot compare DK Metcalf to Kelvin Johnson because, quite frankly, yeah, you can compare them size and speed wise, whatever, weight, blah, blah, blah. But Kelvin Johnson was a pure route runner with all that. Kelvin Johnson was getting triple team coming down in the end zone with it. Don't don't come at me and tell me DK Metcalf can run every every round in the playbook because he can't. You... He can't, and that's he's not doing things like coming down with it in triple cut. Co- no. like, he's just outrunning guys and catching like easy balls that everyone should catch if they outrun the. D- 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 he's not even the best receiver on the Seahawks. You think Tyler Lockett's I think Tyler better? Lockett's better. No, I I agree, but there I'm sure there's some people that would disagree. I'm sure you're not wrong, and those people are dummies. Like, come on, (laughs) there's it just it just sickens me. Sickens me when I see stupid NFL fans. Because all right, let's say DK Metcalf top five, which he's not. I can name five better receivers right now. Julio Jones is better. DeAndre Hopkins is better. Tyree Kill is better. Mike Thomas, when he decides to play, is better. Kenny Galladay is better. Mike Evans is better. That's six right there. I could keep on if I really wanted to. But, like, he's not. He's not top five. Uh, no, I, I don't think he is either. Uh, 
Definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely not top five. Definitely not top ten. You could maybe sweep him in the top 20. Maybe if you slide me a 20, I could find a way to get him to top 15. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, no more DK men to cap news. Uh, the Seahawks looked really good, though. Good bounce back. Yeah, they 90. did. Russell Wilson's, like, just pushing for his MVP, yeah. like, ballot. Jimmy, at Jimmy Garoppolo point. and George Hill got banged up, hurt in that game. Uh, Which, they're the 49ers. Yeah, man. they are the Chargers of this year. Just eating injuries. Absolute eating injuries. Uh, Eagles, Cowboys, the score does not tell how close this game was because it pretty much was pulled head right at the end. Dude, what was the Cowboys? Dude, who, who was the starting quarterback for the Cowboys? Oh, God. Ben? Danucci? Danucci? So, Ben Danucci. Uh, this was the worst Sunday night football game I've ever seen in my life, quite frankly. Yeah, I swear, it's those weird. It's I feel like this year, like a lot of the night games were like, Terrible. what? This is the night yeah. game? I mean, let's be real here. This is usually a pretty safe game to be a good game in most years. But <laughs> this this year, it's so bad. Like, I mean, Carson Wentz should be defeasting, should have feasted on the Cowboys defense. Didn't look good at all. Uh, no, he threw two picks. Yeah. I don't get Carson Wentz is just bad, throwing dude. like good on. Oh man, was it Travion Diggs? Um, yeah, yeah, great I think I know what pick, talking Great about. pick. Uh, he absolutely just overthrew him. How he just overthrew him? Um, yeah, dude. Carson Wentz almost played as bad as Ben Ben Denucci. <laughs> Come on! Oh my goodness gracious! Eagles are gonna make a playoff game and gonna host, and they're gonna get clowned first round. Meanwhile, Travis Fulgham, good, yeah, good lord, man. Just, just rub it in our face some more. I don't want to hear it. Uh, yeah, honestly. Buccaneers, Giants, dude, this is where the NFL looks rigged to me, quite frankly. That, oh, talk about the pass That's interference. interference. Holy That's crap. How do you not, how do you play a ball any better than that Giants defender? I just don't, the NFL, oh man, it drives me nuts, dude. There's no consistency with these Freaking calls. How can can you like sit there and try and explain to me how that was pass interference? And then how how on the last play of the game you throw the flag for pass interference because it was on the goal line, two point conversion, tie the game. That was one hundred percent pass interference on oh man, what's his name? I know it's the son of some NFL player, the safety. Oh yes, yeah, uh, Winfield Jr., right? Yeah, I was. I, is it junior I don't know if it's junior, but it's Antoine Winfield. The dude. It is Antoine yeah, Winfield so Jr. The, the the receiver for the Giants is adjusting to go for the ball, and he just runs through him pretty much. He's there way before. You cannot tell me he's not there before that ball gets there. And they throw the flag, and then they go. Wait, who's the quarterback for the Bucks? Oh, it's Tom Brady. We're picking yeah. it up. Picking it up, and the Buccaneers, man, what are you doing? You're almost losing to the Giants. Saquon Barkley. The, the, the Giants, Giants are really uh, Tom Brady's kryptonite, <laughs> dude. I, I I heard some audibles during that game, and the audibles were like Eli, Eli, and then Omaha. <laughs> and oh, I was dying, dude. But dude, I'm at NFL officiating. What are you doing? Yeah, I don't get it. Dude, there's some suspect things this whole week. I'm not trying to like make this episode way too long, but the Lions getting a penalty for a clean sack when there's a fight breaking out, and Danny Shelton's nowhere near the 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 play he celebrated, and he gets a flag for the 
the maybe weakest roughing the pass I've ever seen in my life. And Phil Rivers throws a punch, and you don't eject him. What are we doing? Yeah, I don't get that either. And you can see it on the replay where he does like I don't. I mean, it might not be like a full blown punt, but he hit like, like he, he reared back. It might have been a slap, but he reared back and like to me, that's a punch or a start. Yeah, no, it was a. It was definitely a purposeful. Like it was a push, punch, shove, whatever you want to call it. I mean, yeah, and if we're doing that, like that should be an automatic extension. And you, the dude is what, like three hundred something pounds, and he's falling backwards. What do you want from him? You want the (laughs) you want want the defy defy physics? What do you do? You want him like what the what? I don't get it. NFL officiates, dude. They just they 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 make me like just want to end it all, dude. I just question everything when watching NFL officiates. Like, no, that's not. I, I wish I could. And, they hooked them up to a machine to every time they had their little little meeting after throwing a flag to see like who's lying, <laughs> like what's going on. Yeah, honestly, how do you throw? I just don't know how you throw that flag. Quite frankly, I've seen so much. The Buccaneers one is the one that really that, just, that just blows my mind more. Like that's so blatant. He's there early. He's interfering with the receiver trying to make process of a catch he's not looking back at the ball everything that's checks the the box for pass interference they just they just they close their eyes i guess they're blind now they're blind zebras yeah <laughs> i don't get it i'm heated now i'm heated it's 11 o'clock and i'm heated um i'm heated i mean i hate dude i just don't i hate refs dude just make them robots i do too and every sport make them robots dude. i'm so tired of human error ruining things um, I mean, they just gotta have like a better, or better, better system, like better, like accountability or better. NFL like, have jobs, but I don't even get interviews out here. <laughs> it's ridiculous. These guys can throw a whole like something game. else that I I seen uh, that was proposed that they should do for us is like after the game, which I can see like how this would not be completely like good, yeah. but like. How people like give reviews okay. on like the refs. Like on like Yelp. And it's like coming, I more mean, like coaches and uh, certain personnel okay. on the team okay. would give. I don't think players would be. No, counted, I think it had to be like really. Coaches. But coaches and personnel would give uh, certain like reviews okay. and critique, like, and say, like, oh, they, they were good, but they like missed this call or okay, stuff okay. or. But I feel like a lot of the teams that yeah, would lose, just, even if they were clean yeah. games, would still like give them yeah, bad. Raps. I think it. I think it'd have to go through like the like I don't know whoever they call on to be the officiating head. I think those people should be the ones giving out reviews because they're playing it as clean as possible. You know, like yeah, Frank. I don't even know. I don't remember like Dean Blaine Dino and people like that. I was gonna say at the end of the day, I think they need to adopt what. The MLB does. And, like, like if there's board. a very yeah. big critical call, they need to send it to like a booth that's like dedicated for reviewing all critical yes. calls going on. Yeah, totally agree, hundred percent. And it should be like people who are like, because obviously they they pick what uh, referees should do the Super Bowl, and usually that's the best crew of people. Um, like have those people in a booth, or just have like Dean Blame Dino and people like that, like people who have been it and obviously are credible referees. Yeah. Um. Well, we made this one long. We went ranty rant. Um. But we gotta do the, pa- the Thursday night. I don't know if it's gonna happen. It could be postponed. Um. Just in case, yeah, just though. In case. Um. With everything going on, 
not knowing Aaron Jones is back. But the 49ers have to play Nick Foles. I'm going to go Packers. That's not face value of this game. I mean, this one's kind of tough because, like you said, Aaron Jones is sketch. But the 49ers are sketch. Yeah, no George Kittle, no Jimmy Garoppolo. They have to roll with Nick Mullins or whoever they decide to roll with. That's just... Nick Mullins ain't bad, but to me, it's them not having George Kittle. Yeah, really. But, like, the 49ers, like, him beat some decent it's, it's teams. A, it's, it's, so it should actually be a pretty good Thursday night football game, honestly. But I'm going to go with Packers, yeah, too. Safe, but, um, you know, as always, you know, we weren't, we went off on rants. We're sorry about that. And we apologize. But, you know, give me, me talking football, give me riled up. Make sure yeah, I, it's getting me riled up. I want to run through 10 brick walls right now. No cap. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, NFL officiating you shouldn't get every NFL fan heated. Except for if you're a Buccaneers fan, I guess. You probably think that's the best call yeah. in the world. Um, but, you know, as always, thank you so much for listening. We always appreciate it. Yeah, and this was...